This is Randy Wimmer and welcome to the Entrepreneur Sound Off. Today's topic is kind of a fun one. It's stop chasing bright and shiny objects so you can win more work. One of the biggest mistakes that small business owners make is that they chase bright and shiny objects. They see a lead and they drop everything that they're doing and they chase it. These impatient executives aren't looking for opportunities, they're looking for a quick deal. They're looking for a quick buck and they don't take the time to invest and create account plans. Regardless of the industry, this is almost a guaranteed approach to not win business. So what is an account plan? Well, here's the reality. If you ask 10 different people what an account plan is, then you're going to get 10 different definitions. At Government Contracting Academy, we simply define an account plan as the intersection of your vertical and horizontal markets and the strategy to make sales at this intersection. When I say horizontal markets, I'm talking about the services that you provide. Perhaps there are cybersecurity services, IT support services, budget analysis, or janitorial services, whatever it is that you offer. Your vertical markets are the industries or the groups of targeted customers that you're trying to sell to. Your account plan is simply your strategy to sell this targeted service to a targeted customer. Now, why is this so important? To answer this question, we're going to look at a surprisingly similar but bizarre situation that perfectly aligns with the challenges that are faced by most people in the sales industry, and that is college admissions. Students are trying to sell their applications. College admissions boards are the potential customers and the buyers. The successful sell results in being admitted. Let's pull the string on this example and pretend that your child comes up to you and says, hey mom or hey dad, all my friends are talking about how great MIT and Brown University are. I think that I want to apply to these schools when I'm a senior in high school. You're a good parent and once you get over the initial sticker shock of your pending tuition bills, you want to help your child get accepted to one of their REACH schools. At first glance, these schools are identical in many regards. All their applicants have top grades, top standardized scores, well-written college application essays, and great teacher recommendations. They both only accept truly superb students with single-digit acceptance rates. As a loving parent, you want to help your kid. So you put yourself in the shoes of an admissions professional at these great schools. How would you consistently and fairly admit the best handful of applicants from the tens of thousands of highly qualified students who are applying. You realize that these admission boards are doing the same exact things as source selections board in the federal government contracting industry. They create a standard scoring rubric. They simply work from a scorecard. So what's on their scorecard? Well, Based upon the discussions that I've had with various admissions deans, their scorecards are shockingly similar to source selection board scorecards. First, they look for weaknesses to disqualify applicants. Perhaps it's a lower GPA, a subpar SAT score, 
or a less than stellar teacher recommendation. In the contracting world, this is called a weakness. Now, they're verifying if the candidate is a good fit for their school. To do this, they refer to their school's charter documents. The documented purpose of MIT, for example, is to make a better world through education, research, and innovation. That's fairly straightforward. The documented purpose of Brown University is that its goals are rooted in a belief in the transformative power of intellectually independent, creative, and diverse individuals who come together to learn, discover, and advance knowledge. <laughs> On a personal note, I think I'm better aligned with MIT than I do Brown. I'm not exactly sure I understood half the words they used. But being a helpful parent, you decide to advise your child in high school to prepare them to be a good fit for both of their target schools. Taking courses and pursuing extracurricular activities projecting them as a conforming student to the desired silhouette of a good fit student is like being compliant with the requirements of a request for proposal. To be compliant with the desired student silhouette at MIT, you may advise your child to take heavy STEM course load, pursue a patent, found and lead a robotics nonprofit organization, launch an engineering club at school, and develop a mobile application to help homeowners find eco-friendly service providers. Now, all of those things fit the documented purpose of MIT to, quote unquote, make a better world through education, research, and innovation. At Brown, their desired student silhouette is completely different than at MIT. To help your child, you may encourage them to self-publish a book of poetry, be active in social causes, study abroad to learn a new culture and perspective, and conduct research regarding the impact of German Gothic literature upon modern writers. Now, with the incredible number of applicants, Simply being a good fit does not guarantee you admissions. In addition to being a good fit, a successful applicant must provide a unique perspective, something extra. Schools are no longer seeking well-rounded students. They seek well-rounded classes where each student brings something special that is above and beyond what is expected. In the government contracting world, these are called Strengths. A strength at MIT may be a commitment to fence on the MIT fencing team or demonstrating a passion for German language studies. Believe it or not, MIT actually has a major in German studies where, on average, one to two students graduate every year from MIT with a German studies degree. Insinuating that you may be one of those two very unique MIT students who major in German studies at the world's best engineering school will definitely get your application a second look. Stating your interest in German studies at Brown University will do very little good for you. However, perhaps being an Eagle Scout who writes about his Christian values in his college application at an extremely liberal school may make you stand out. 
Again, once you prove that you're a good fit, then bringing a unique perspective will give your application a strength. Now, now that we discussed college admissions ad nauseum, how does this relate to selling? At first blush, both Brown University and MIT look nearly identical. Both are top-tier schools requiring great grades, scores, recommendations, essays, extracurriculars, and so on. However, studying each school a little deeper led the application to each school to be completely different. Similarly, studying a specific customer group will lead your company to create completely different and tremendously more successful strategies to close deals within each group. And that is what an account plan does. It provides you this level of customer knowledge. Submitting applications to MIT or Brown without providing this invaluable step will almost certainly result in your rejection at at least one, if not both of them. So the bottom line is, it's not how many sales attempts or bids that you make, it's how many that you close. And closing deals require that you understand your customer. Creating account plans enables you to have a better understanding of your customer types so you can win more deals. I hope this helps, and I look forward to talking to you during our next podcast. Have a great day.